This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Time to talk about a brewing story around the sale of Grouse Mountain and rumors of wrongdoing or unproven uh, facts that are coming to light in this landmark local ski hill deal. The sale. Joining us in studio is the journalist who is bringing this complex story to the forefront. Ian Young of the South China Morning Post is in studio. Thanks for being here. Hi, Jody. Thank Always you. Always good to have you here. Can you give us an idea of what is Project Snowflake? Yeah, Project Snowflake um, supposedly was the name of this deal, uh, wherein a group of investors, Canadian investors, and a giant Chinese investment firm bought uh, Grouse Mountain a couple of years ago. I think it was in 2017. Now, that was recently resold. Um, uh, but what's happened is that one of the supposed co investors is claiming 30% of the proceeds of that sale because he says that he was originally intended to be a 30% stakeholder in this deal. He says that he uh, fronted the deposit to the McLaughlin family, a $2 million deposit, and he says that he paid for all sorts of um, uh, expenses associated with the purchase and therefore he's owed 30%. Uh, He says he was cut out of the deal fraudulently. Now, that's unproven in court, but that's what he's claiming in his lawsuit. So how much is at stake here for him? Well, I mean, he says that he um, was guarantor on loans uh, to originally buy the the resort uh, that were worth about 100 million US dollars, so about 130 million. And I think the asking price originally back in 2016 by the McLaughlins was something in the vicinity of 200 million dollars. But one of the problems in reporting on this story is that this is a private sale, and the resale was a private sale, so we don't actually know how much money changed hands. But the fact that uh, this supposed co-investor says he went guarantor on. 130 million Canadian dollars worth of loans, that gives us some sort of idea at least. Reading your uh, column on this is just fascinating. The numbers are staggering. And the business involved, the CMIG, is, like you said, is a massive... This is a Chinese behemoth. This is one of the giant Chinese firms. This is something that was headed uh, recently towards a you know hundred towards a trillion yuan's worth of assets. Uh, so it had these massive ambitions. And this is a company that it's not actually a Chinese government company, but it was backed by the Chinese government. It was created at the behest of the Chinese Prime Minister, the Chinese Premier Li Keqiang, back in two thousand and fourteen. And he said, "Create this company. It's going to be like China's BlackRock." And uh, you know you had about fifty or fifty or sixty. Chinese tycoons threw in um, billions of dollars to create this company. Now it's in deep trouble now because um, it's it's facing a massive liquidity crisis, and uh, that's one reason to be very interested in this deal. And when you say it's a private deal, so we aren't learn we don't know much of we don't don't have the transparency until it comes to a court. That's right. I mean, this this lawsuit is unresponded at the moment. It was only lodged, I think, in the first week of February. Um, but there hasn't been a response yet. I tried to get a response from um, uh, Kenny Zhou, who was the head of CM Canada, which was the company that actually supposedly bought, that did buy uh, Grouse Mountain. I tried to get a comment from uh, Liao Fang, who is uh, the president of CM Canada. Uh, didn't get any response. And, you know, I did approach uh, the, the, the plaintiff's lawyers as well, and, and he said that he, he would just have to, he just have to defer to what was in the, um, in the filing. He didn't want to talk about it either. 
So the main target of the lawsuit is Kenny Zhou. Yeah, Kenny Zhou, you might remember him uh, back in 2017. He was the young man who fronted this deal and he went before uh, cameras and did, you know, did press events where he said, oh, this is an all-Canadian deal. This is an all-Canadian company, CM Canada, that's buying this, this, uh, th- this iconic resort that overlooks Vancouver. You know, everyone sees grouse. Everyone knows grouse. But the, the involvement of CMIG does raise some questions. How Canadian was this? You know, they say that it was a 40% ownership stake. But at the same time, uh, CM Canada, the, the overarching company that bought it, the president of this was Liao Feng. Liao Feng is the CEO of CMIG International. Both Kenny Zhou and Liao Feng have w- work out of an office here in downtown Vancouver that is the, the, the headquarters CMIG investment. So, Which is the Chinese behemoth company that you were referencing worth it, a trillion. It certainly appears to have the same name. You want, yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, th- there are, as I said, this is a private, um, a, these were private deals, these two, the sale and resale of grouse were private deals. So um, outside of the courts, we don't have any entitlement to necessarily demand to see uh, what happened here. But what a brilliant PR ploy if to call it uh, an all Canadian deal yeah given the players that you just yeah I mean mentioned. Th- I mean everybody can buy whatever they want globally I mean we're an international landmark city and you can see why that would be a jewel in anybody's crown sure look Kenny's Kenny Joe lives here in 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 Vancouver, certainly his his home address is here in Vancouver. Uh, Liao Feng, um, I'm I'm not exactly sure where he lives, but in legal filings, which is you know his comp- corporate documents that have been filed with the beast, with the government here, uh, he lists his his contact address as this downtown Vancouver office for CMIG Investment. So um, it does it does sort of place a funny complexion though this closeness of the relationship between the buyers and CMIG, which is certainly a Chinese government-backed company. Which is the biggest of statements. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to necessarily see anything nefarious in this, but um, CMIG acts at the behest of the Chinese government. It exists at the behest of the Chinese government and its activities were largely directed um, by policy directions, you know, in t- by the Chinese government in terms of creating um, uh, the, this sort of Belt and Road Initiative of investments all around the world and uh, things like that, you know. I mean, you look at their website and it's filled with these, um, you know, uh, Communist Party, the government, government pronouncements about how it was going to um, work to fulfil various government policy um, goals. I mean, that, that's no secret. Where do we go from here, given, given the non-response? Is there anything you can do to keep up on this? Or, or well, who, who was the mountain resold to? Oh, it was sold, resold to Northland, which is a big uh, Vancouver-based um, uh, a resort owner. I think it's one of the biggest North American resort owners. Uh, not, they're certainly not involved in this lawsuit. And as I, I want right. to repeat again, that the claims in the lawsuit are unproven. It's been unresponded. Um, uh, and Northland is not accused. CMIG itself is not even one of the respondents. It's uh, mainly targeting Kenny Zhou and uh, his companies, um, the companies that are associated with this deal. It is really a fascinating read. So uh, you should be following Ian Young of the South China Morning Post uh, on Twitter to stay up to speed on a number of articles that you have posted in the last couple of days have had me 
my mind blown a little bit because it's not just your typical subject matter. There was another, the Valentine Vancouver one that I had to read like four times before I could really wrap my head about around it. So head to Ian's uh, Twitter feed, uh, follow along Vancouver correspondent with the South China Morning Post.